We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the uh, bonus episode of the experiment I'm doing with Rumble Studios. I'm going to start actually with the second question that I asked a bunch of podcast guests, and this is the intangibles question. So what are those things that are the intangibles that a guest uh, would like to see on a podcast? And so for podcast hosts, these are sort of the things that uh, allow you to sort of stand out and make it... uh, better and easier for someone to be a guest. Um, I started with this second question just because it just seemed a little more interesting. I'm still compiling the first question, which is, you know, how to outreach to people. And as you can imagine, it's, it's pretty straightforward, but I wanted to kind of start off with a little bit more of an interesting answer. So uh, what you're about to hear is actually a sequence of recordings from the question that I asked, what are those intangible things? Um, that you like to see on a podcast. So uh, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, super interesting uh, experiment and looking forward to doing more. Now, here you have it. What are the intangibles that a guest on a podcast would like to see? Some of the intangibles include personality, energy, vibrance that's brought. Um, You already said show topic, of course, but audience? Where's, where is the audience? Who is the audience and reach? And it might not even have to be a big audience per se, but an audience that's actually engaged. Um, what else? Geographic location sometimes is important as well. Um, but I think getting in front of an audience that you might not typically have access to, or getting in front of an audience that is really my ideal audience is a great thing that makes being a guest exciting. Another thing I would consider is the potential outreach uh, for the show to my target audience. Obviously, I'm going to be on the show to be a subject matter experts in my industry. So the more that I think the show can relate to my co- target audience, there are higher chances of uh, me thinking will be uh, going on to, to the show. So I think, you know, one of the biggest or best intangibles is, is to um, just be really excited about your show, your audience, and the value that our conversation is gonna is gonna bring to them. Um, I think taking a unique stab at, at what an interesting sort of um, angle could be as well to the conversation is is definitely of interest. Um, you know, the topic is is obviously part of that, but also you know what are what are some areas that perhaps 
you know, because you've done your homework, you've heard some of my other interviews, you know, what are some areas that you think we, you know, that I haven't talked about that you'd like to cover? Um, but, but more specifically positioned less as like the topic and more of like, here are the things that I think my audience is going to get out of the conversation. One of the things I look for before being a guest on a podcast is the professionalism of the podcast. Is the audio quality good? Or does it appear that they're just uh, you know, getting an old mic and, and recording on a laptop in the middle of a busy street? <laughs> but no, is the, is the sound quality good? If there's video, is it decent? How does the host handle themselves? So I'll do some research on previous podcasts that they have done. And do they make the experience enjoyable for the guest? So those are some big ones that I'll look for. I think it's more so the energy. So uh, I, I think topics are great and, and people are great, but it's really hard when you read something that somebody says. And also I love the uh, authenticity, I guess, uh, of voice. For example, my dog just barked. That's all part of this whole thing. I know I'm supposed to use a, a, a microphone that will eliminate sound around me, but there's this authenticity and energy with podcasts that is just so much better than what we can do with short video or simple blog posts. For me, an intangible and a reason to go on the, the, the podcast regardless of the topic is, does it have your target audience on there? Do they have a, a lot of people that you'd like to reach and, and speak to and build a relationship with and they come into your world? I think that's something that's that's quite intangible because you don't necessarily know how many listeners they have that might, you know, like your product, your service, want to want to find out more about you, just just a complete and utter interest level that you've got together. So I think that's that's something that's quite intangible. And I think the other thing as well is sort of how much you'd enjoy speaking to that person and, and being on their show and just having like a, a conversation. That's a great thing about podcasting. It's just a, it's a conversation and recently did a podcast where a gentleman had launched a new one. He'd been on my podcast and we just basically chatted through Twitter and got to know each other quite well. And I think that sort of relationship can be quite hard to measure and know especially if you're doing cold outreach or you don't really know much about the person, it, it, it's, it can be hard to, to gauge. But when you've got that conversation, you feel comfortable with the person, the host that you're chatting to, I think that that's something that's been, in my experience, a great thing to have. You have this little bit of a relationship and it takes the scariness of, of talking to, to people and, and they just put your tea. So I think that's a, a, real, a real good win. Show them that it will be not only an interesting conversation, but one that is powerful. So you could talk about who your audience is, what specifically you want to talk about. So it's not just an open-ended discussion. Share with them some previous uh, guests that you've had on, uh, maybe even looking at their LinkedIn to see if it's someone that they are already connected to. Then show them how you will promote this. Standing out this way will make you much more appealing than just the robo emails uh, that so many great guests get. So intangibles, well, that's a tough question. Obviously, you want to uh, have a topic that you're discussing that you're passionate about and interested in. I also like to be challenged by the host to, and they have a good understanding of the topic. 
that they can ask questions that make me really think. Some of the intangibles that that really make me want to be a guest on someone's podcast are the exposure is first of all, of course, we can repurpose uh, those links in that conversation and, and for our social media purposes and, and, and establishing that thought leadership, but also allowing me to practice uh, telling the specific stories and, and key ideas with a live audience so that when I'm in the moment of an interview or uh, something else that I can use that experience in that moment of having practice with a podcast guest and, and podcast host. I love to share my message with a wider audience. Appearing on various podcasts as a guest allows me to share my message with the podcast host's audience educating them about the important work that I'm doing. And I also gain insight about myself. Each podcast host has a different style. Some ask random questions that encourage the guest to do some self-reflection. And, and I really enjoy meeting people from around the world. Beyond a specific show topic, my focus is on helping people tell their stories and encouraging them to find and develop their own God-given creative talents. I look at podcast as a marketing tool, uh, not really a tangible piece. Uh, it's very difficult to measure the effectiveness unless I give a uh, an affiliate link and maybe a discount code so I can see where customers are coming from or if they came from a specific podcast but another kind of tangible thing uh with being a guest on a podcast is you know the host that asks me really difficult questions really hard questions that make me think about uh maybe a different way to answer them something outside the norm uh it helps really open up my own mind uh and look back on different experiences that i have uh, so that I can share those experiences with other people, things that I don't normally talk about on a daily basis. I guess what I'm looking for in a host as a guest is someone who is warm and inviting and uh, listens. I, I noticed a lot of podcast hosts tend to talk way too much for my liking. Um, so uh, if I'm a guest on a show, um, I'm, I'm hoping that the, that the host will be asking me questions and listening to my responses and then responding to that. To me, there are two key things that make me want to be a guest on a podcast. One, the credibility of the host, right? I mean, the guy has to be someone who is an established figure in the podcast ecosystem, right? And is followed by people for his opinions and, and thought leadership. Two, the digital platform itself should have a certain amount of visibility and recognition. So tomorrow, if my content is out there on this platform, if if someone were to go and search me on Google, it should show up on the page rankings, right? Because that's one way where my discoverability would go up uh, by virtue of my content being on this particular platform. Well, first of all, it's fun um, to, you know, to be on a, like, a ra the, the modern version of a radio show and second of all obviously publicity helps a lot you never know what kind of connections you'll make from somebody who listens well obviously aside from the the popularity of the podcast we normally use a metric called listen score uh, by a company called listen notes 
um, uh, to kind of gauge the popularity of the podcast, also the popularity of the of the host himself. So we'd look him up on LinkedIn, see if they're active on any other social media, what's the following and engagement on their posts. And aside from those um, tangible metrics, I would say the intangible ones are predominantly, I would say, the, the style of the podcast. I've personally been on a few podcasts that the show uh, is not really geared towards, I would say, adding value. Uh, they're either sort of um, entirely promotional for their sponsors uh, or uh, they're kind of built for like getting metrics or numbers from the founders so they could go and sell that data later on. Uh, to their, um, you know, database of investors, etc. So any anything that's basically not geared towards educating the audience, I would say, is a big um, is a big factor for us uh, when it comes to picking the podcast that we would like to be a guest on. I think if I've had um, a relationship with that host already, uh, to some degree, also if a colleague or a another author that I know has been a guest on that show and recommended it. Um, what else? Um, yeah, that's it. For sure, man. I would say the the most important intangibles are finding small ways to add value. Like for me, download count isn't really the most important factor, even if that is something we look at when making decisions as to which podcasts I guest on. I would say the biggest one is really enthusiasm for what I do. So if somebody messaged me, which no one has done yet, which is simply, hey, Brennan, I shared your YouTube channel with five or 10 people would love to interview. Even if that person was getting started, I would say yes, because they did something that they knew would add value to me that uh, without me even asking them to do it. So it's finding those little things, those little nuggets that really gets people excited to be a guest on a podcast. And you don't even need to go that far, just adding a little extra really helps and keeps the doctor away and gets people excited to be on the show. That's a great question about what makes me commit to being a guest on someone's podcast. You know, uh, obviously I I do a little research when I receive a request. If I don't know the podcast, I want to see, you know, how professional it is, how, how popular it is. If I can figure that out, how, uh, engaged the, the hosts are in, in, in the topic and the, and the, 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 you know, the kind of world at large or the niche that they're, they're dealing with on their podcast in terms of topics. So, yeah, I just, I just want to make sure that everything is solid. And it's going to be a good experience and worth my time. So if I receive an email where there are a lot of typos, uh, where I'm just not, you know, invited professionally, um, or if I just see, you know, any in, any sort of non-professionalism in, in their podcast production, it makes me question whether it's really worth my time to do that. And usually I don't. Thanks, uh, everyone, for participating. Wow, that was a lot of... Uh... Great, great insights. I mean, I didn't know how many different ways people would answer this question. So, uh, wow, really appreciate it. It's uh, quite enlightening. Um, as I always do, I wanted to throw together some actionable insights, I think, <laughs> on the end of this. Um, some things that surprised me, some things that seem obvious, but just to sort of wrap it up. Um, I think one of the things that was interesting was challenging or being challenged by the host to make you think more. Heard, heard multiple people say that really kind of interesting to, to think that way. Style of the podcast being, you know, open and more fun and a little bit more, um, I don't know, personable. 
um, excited about the show. I think that that came through a lot that like, yeah, this is really something I'm really into. One of the other things that falls from that is wanting to add value to both the guest and the world and the, you know, have the host, um, is really one of those people that's very open to adding value, which I thought was really interesting as well. Um, let the guests talk. <laughs> I think you heard that on the, uh, 200th episode where sometimes I don't do that. So I'm going to be working on that. And I think the other one was just have fun, be, be engaging. You know, I think, uh, that is also important. I know when I'm on a show, I love to hear that as well. So, uh, there you have it. That kind of the summary, this first experiment. Thank you so much to all my guests. Uh, gosh, um, this is a little bit challenging to do, uh, but, uh, kind of fun and just interesting. So hopefully it added some value. Hopefully you were entertained. And, uh, as a podcaster, Maybe you got some actionable insights to make your show better and make people want to be on your show. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.